Well, I was happy for our seniors to end up uh, their last home game here at Bobby Dodd with a win, and it was a hard-fought game that went back and forth. I thought our team showed a lot of resilience and uh, proud of the way we finished. Uh, looking forward to this week, going up to Athens. Certainly they're a quality football team and a good program. They've got a ton of good players, and, uh, you know, they're playing very well. I mean, watching that tape from a week ago, I'm not sure we could do that to our scout team. They uh, looked unstoppable. Maybe they'll let us play with 12 on defense. <laughs> Questions? What have you seen from the progression of Fromm? You know, what, where do you see him at now? I think he was a really good player a year ago. Uh, and, you know, he's just more experienced. I think he probably feels more comfortable with what they're doing, but uh, he's been a good player since he's been there. <clears throat> the other kid's a really good player, too. He got to play extensively. Uh, yeah, I can see why they have a quarterback controversy. Compared to the Georgia team that you played last year, what have you seen that's maybe different in this year's Georgia team? I don't know. I mean, every team's different. Uh, I don't know that they're a whole lot different. I mean, they've got some different players in different areas, but uh, you know, they haven't changed what they do. They're still the same type team. They don't have a Roquan Smith. That he was kind of the thorn, sort of a single-handed thorn in your side last year. Yeah, they had a bunch of thorns in our side last year. I mean, they we didn't play very well against them, and they had a lot to do with it. But there's no question he was a great player. How much did the in last year's game the perimeter blocking just in particularly the ability to do it to consistently mean just to, to the success of the The last game against right. Virginia, we didn't block very well in the perimeter. No, I'm sorry, against Georgia last year. But, you know, we didn't block you very well anywhere last year against Georgia. It wasn't just the perimeter. Uh if we can get the thing sealed, I'll, I'll take my chances on the perimeter. That's that's just one of the problems. It's getting to the perimeter is a bigger problem. This is kind of a little bit off topic of, I guess, Georgia this week, but I was kind of wondering if you've been keeping up with Coach Bohannon over at KSU. They just won in five overtimes. They have a nationally ranked offense. I was kind of wondering what you thought about the way he's built up that program. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple of times, and, and I always watch their scores. Uh, but, you know, during the season, you don't have a whole lot of time. And uh, I know they're getting ready to go into playoffs. I just glanced up. I did punch up and glanced at the bracket and saw that they're on the same side as North Dakota State. So that's not good. <laughs> but, uh, the, uh, but uh, you know, they got a good team and they played played well. So hopefully they'll put a run together and win the thing. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, and you've worked with him for, I mean, quite a while. Uh, what was it about the way that he kind of understood what you wanted to do offensively that made him such a good coach with you? Well, he was. I think he's a good football coach. He did a lot of things when he first uh, was coaching Georgia Southern. He coached us in the secondary. Then he coached the receivers for a long time. And then he coached the quarterbacks when we came here. And uh, so I guess we were together for 
five at Georgia Southern and six at Navy, and I can't remember when he left here, probably four or five years. So, you know, probably 14 or 15 years, 16 years we coached together, yeah. Besides so just execution, you found a little bit of a formula to win up in Athens. Is there something kind of on the margins, uh, you know, that the winning there requires? Yeah, you got to score more than they do. Uh, there really isn't. We, we don't talk a whole lot about playing on the road or not playing on the road or, you know, you just kind of got to go play. And uh, two of the, I guess, two of the three games we've won up there, we've come from behind. Uh, the first one we came way down, we were down 28-6. And last year, I think we were down 13 or the last time we won up there, we were down 13 in the fourth quarter. So you just got to keep playing. That's the bottom line. You, no matter what happens, you just keep keep playing. That's a good segue to, to this question. You mentioned your team's resilience this year, and your team had to come mm -hmm. from behind the season. As you look back, um, what does that show you about about this team, the, the, their resilience and, and reviving the season? Well, I think there's some. You know, as you coach, you try to uh, get messages across to our team. Uh, and, and like I said, each team's different. And I think towards the last half of the year, these, these kids have done a really good job of just trying to focus on what they can control. And we've talked about that a lot. And it's always good when I hear them regurgitate it because you know that they heard it. And uh, just keep playing. I mean, that's all you can do is you just, you just keep playing. And uh, I think that uh, they've done a really good job of just Staying in the mode and keep grinding. And if it looks good, keep playing. If it don't look good, keep playing. You know. What's been your assessment of how Jaquan's played the last couple of weeks, and kind of what's he need to kind of work on in this? In this well, game? I can't even remember the game before Virginia. Uh, I, you know, I think he's done some good things. He's played. Uh, you know, well enough. He's taken care of the ball. Uh, we would like to, to have, you know, completed a high percentage of throws in the last game. Certainly, I think we had a chance. Uh, but, uh, you know, all in all, maybe finish some runs in the secondary. But, uh, you know, as far as reads and as far as running the offense, I think he's done a good job. First, the message you were giving them about you know control v control. What told you that that was kind of what they needed to hear? Well, it's just the way the situation was. I mean, there's a lot of noise. Everybody's got to answer. Everybody knows what's wrong. Everybody knows that uh, you know you're not going to win any more games. And <clears throat> you know, after the Clemson game, it was uh, basically uh, I, you know I don't know that I'd say it was I don't even know the word I'd use for it, but you know, we're not, we've fallen below Clemson. Hello, everybody they play has. Uh, you know, I noticed this week for what it's worth, what South Carolina's a 26 point underdog going to Clemson. Uh, so, you know, for all the stuff, there's some pretty good teams in our league too. And, and they're one of them. So, you know, they're probably right now one of the two best teams in the country. So, but, so all the sky was falling after that game, and you can't control that. You, you can't, all you can control is what you do next. 
you can control how you practice, you can control how you play in the game. And the point I try to make is, is just like I tell them before every game, usually right before we leave the locker room, deal with what you've got to deal with. If I'm the quarterback and I've got to read the option, dial in on the two guys I'm looking at. Don't worry about if the offensive line's blocking over here, if the receivers are doing this, or what happened on defense. Control what you can control. You can't control what the defense is doing. You can't control what the receivers are doing. You can do what you do, and vice versa for everybody else. <clears throat> and it's the same thing with coaches. It's, I, I have to tell our coaches sometimes, you know, everybody gets upset with calls or with this or with that. You can't control it. It's not going to change. Move on. You, you know, try to focus on the things you can control. And that's hard to do. But, but if you can do it, you got a chance to be successful. You mentioned earlier the quarterback battle with Georgia and Clemson's another team that had two very talented quarterbacks. Do you prepare your defense differently with each quarterback that might come in? Not really. They run some different plays with the two quarterbacks. They do some things with, with one that they don't necessarily do with the other. But uh, no, you, you get ready for the system. Since he's got increased playing time, Jerry Howard seems to have a nose for the end zone. What, what Jerry's playing hard. I think that that uh, you, you know he got he was really frustrated after the Duke game and and then North Carolina the very first you know play or whatever and he's come to work every day and he's he's really playing hard. He's he's playing well right now. Paul, do you believe the players can draw any extra incentive? given what's at stake for Georgia, they're trying to keep alive. I don't think there's any extra incentive to draw in this game. The teams are pretty excited to play. I mean, kids grow up knowing each other. They played against each other in high school, a lot of them. Uh, it, it's a big game. I mean, it, you know, I, both teams will be excited. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to have to fire anybody up on either side, right? If they do, you shouldn't be playing. I mean, if you if you go up there and come out flat, you're gonna get your head knocked off. So, better be ready to go. No questions for coach. When you looked at last year's game again, I mean, it seemed like there were some chances or some opportunities left in the field. Yeah, it really but, like the that fourth down pass that Dequan had to Jerry did that was like he, you know, get a little more air and could score. Were there, did you see opportunities that? Well, I don't know that he would have scored. I think we had a chance to make the first down, but it really wasn't the Quan. We had to mess up somebody else. But the uh, you know the thing that sticks out about last year's game to me is we ran 53 plays, and and that's been a problem for us the last two weeks. We can't get off the field, and that's what we usually do to other people. And <clears throat> part of the problem a year ago was self-inflicted. We weren't very good on third downs, but you know, the last two weeks we've been pretty good on third downs and we've run 60 plays. We've, we've got to find a way to get off the field. In terms of uh, the sort of rivalry and things, there's been a bunch of talk from the UGN about the hedges and all this stuff. It seems to me they're, what, a 17-point favorite. It seems kind of weird that they're very concerned about losing a game and getting their hedges torn up versus the game, actual gameplay and things like that. You know, my whole take on that and, and what they do here is it's ridiculous. And I, I can remember it, 
I was surprised in 08 when we won and, and everybody went for the hedges and somebody asked me, are you not going to do that? And I said, no, I plan on coming back. <laughs> and, and it's like, I, I don't know. I, you know, certainly I'll talk to our team. That's not something that, that I think has any part of the game. It doesn't do any good to go tear somebody's hedges down. If you win the game, go celebrate with your fans and celebrate in the locker room. And the same thing when they come here, when they go in the middle of the field and rip up the turf and the sod and plant a flag in the middle of the field. And I mean, kids will be kids, but you know, it's kind of been tit for tat, I think. And I, I hadn't been a part of it before. Uh, I can tell you, I've never taken a hedge. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, you know, I, ho I hope we have that problem. That'd be a good problem to have. Any more questions? I would think that the challenge of getting off the field is exacerbated because Georgia, that's something they do really well is convert on third downs and they have a really you know, good passing game. <clears throat> yeah, but we've got to find a way to, to do better on third downs. We haven't, we've done them not. We hadn't been very good at it, and uh, so they are good at it. But uh, you know, we play in a lot of those games too. I mean, we, the last two we've been in eight possession games, and uh, you know, so do they. The way they play sometimes. So, but I, I don't know that they play many eight possession games. They haven't been in many. But uh, the uh, it's the nature. It, it makes every possession valuable. You gotta gotta do something with the ball when you got it. You talked about wanting to stop the self-inflicted wounds, and that really kind of derailed things early in the season. And the last few weeks, you've been a lot better at keeping the ball, not turning the ball over. And do you think that's just that message starting to sink through with the guys, or is no, it I think that message was always there. I just think we've done a little better job in execution and, and playing. I mean, we they they know that. We've talked about that from day one. They know that if you have penalties and turn the ball over, you're not going to win very many games. So uh, <clears throat> the games that we've done a better job, although you know there's been some games that that we didn't. Duke, we cert certainly didn't, and really North Carolina, we let them back in the game with it. You know, so uh, it'll be huge when you play a team with this much talent that uh, you need to play a clean game, and we we need to get we need to get some turnovers. Is there a benefit, like in terms of the cumulative amount of plays that the kids have played, and, and playing out as many that they're maybe a little bit healthier or not quite as beat up at this point in the year? I think everybody's pretty beat up when you played 11 games. Uh, you know, you know, we're healthy. We're as healthy as we've been, probably. Uh, we went through the early part of the season where we had more guys hurt, and then the middle part. But uh, right, right now we're healthy. Kirby has said uh, since the preseason that uh, they'll run the same offense, offense with either quarterback. Do you see changes with <laughs> Fields other than the skills that he brings to the position? <laughs> Uh, I think he can run whatever he wants. He's he's a good player, but yeah, they they don't run the same offense with either player. Maybe they can, but they don't. Anything else for Coach Johnson? I'm curious, honestly, I know you've experienced from fans that this game means a lot to them, and I'm curious, do you have a most memorable exchange with somebody? If someone really trying to bring home this point to you that 
Do you have to win this game above, above all else? No. I, I, my most memorable exchange has probably been with Georgia fans. <laughs> <laughs> they have a good time up there in Athens. In terms of the, you know, sort of the expectations things, like Clemson, Georgia has more budget, more talent, easier school to get into, uh, just the tradition also in recruiting. and. Do you feel like it's unfair when people make such even comparisons to Georgia Tech? I know your flagship radio station was kind of harping on that this week, that you guys should be recruiting on the same level as Georgia or Clemson yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, I, it, as someone that covers it, obviously. I they should do better in the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> they should be competing with 750. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> I just went up here. Yeah. Touche. I didn't know we had a flagship station. <laughs>